What controls you? What are things in your life that are consuming you, taking all of your time? Hello and welcome back to the Grace to Conquer show. Today we're going to be talking about that very thing, control and what controls you. Welcome to the Grace to Conquer show, where our vision is to empower you to overcome your struggles with grace and go from victim to victor, obliterating any obstacle and adversity that's in your path. Hi, my name is Kara, wife, mom, lifestyle coach, certified personal trainer turned entrepreneur, and now podcaster. My hope is that you will kick back Get a cup of coffee and we can have a conversation, just you and me, about this thing called life. Being a mom is difficult and there's so many things that can get in the way of what we are truly meant to do. So I'm here to talk about that candidly and my struggles and your struggles and the things that we're going through every day. So thanks for joining me and let's make this a great one. So let's dive into this really quick here. Let's see. Do you find yourself distracted a lot? Do you feel overwhelmed maybe by all the schedules in your house, doing all the things, or maybe you're bored. You find yourself watching TV, scrolling through social media a little more than you know you should. In my Bible study group this past week, we talked about this very thing is something that's been on my mind anyway, and we were talking about the fruits of the Spirit. We talked about some things that we can allow to control us because too much of anything good can actually turn bad if we allow it to consume us. Does that make sense? So many of us agreed on almost all of the ones that we discussed. And again, all good things if they're in balance for the most part. Here are some key ones that we discussed and us being moms, Christian moms, again, getting together for a a Bible study. And a few of us are uh, owning our own businesses or kind of in the entrepreneurial, mompreneurial type world. So again, um, one of the biggest ones was working slash business. So getting so wrapped up in our calling that were essentially consumed with it. And when I say consumed, let me just say that if you realize you're spending more time doing all these things that you don't have time to spend time in God's word or have your own personal devotions or, um, you know, you can't find that balance in your life, then this might be something you want to think about. Another big one for many of us, um, especially if you're my personality, is ministry. And let me tell you, I was there in my young 20s trying to, you know, start my own little online business, 
but also I, I just needed that social connection with other moms since I was essentially a stay-at-home mom. So what better place than to be in ministry? And so I kind of let it consume me so much so that I wasn't spending time with my kids uh, very often. I mean, we were always doing something like going somewhere or meeting other moms or involved in helping out at the church. And and of course, they were being dragged along with me. <laughs> and then it really uh, meant that I didn't spend very much time with my husband either. Another big one, and I agreed with the person that said this, is being a perfectionist. So much so to where you end up doing everything. Um, yes, kind of a control freak. <laughs> what basically ends up happening is uh, if you're that mom like me, um, you're frustrated that nobody's helping with every anything like cooking or something. And yet when they try to help, um, you jump in because they're not doing it right or you, you know you know the quantities better or something like that. But yet you're frustrated because that you feel like you're overwhelmed and nobody else is helping. And so it can be a good thing to to be a little bit of a perfectionist, but as a mom, we have to sometimes let that go and that can literally consume us to where we're doing everything and we're exhausted because we're not allowing anybody else to help because we need it to be done our way. It's a very um, kind of sneaky one. Uh, let's see, another really big one. This is the one that I kind of gave is working out, physical fitness and dieting. Um, that can be a really good thing if you're able to get some physical activity and you're able to eat healthy. But when we start focusing on it where we're panicking if we didn't get to the gym that morning or our plans are thwarted or we're tired but we've still got to get to the gym and you know oh no you know when you go to somebody's house or go to to something where there's food you're like oh I can't eat that oh I can't eat that because that's not within my um, macros it can actually consume you to where you're living this like fit lifestyle and you're not having that improper balance and as I talk to many of my clients about a lot of fitness and health has a way more to do with, you know, like less of, of just even the physical aspect of it, the fitness and the diet and nutrition, but a lot to do with your emotional health, your spiritual well-being and your mental health as well. So there's a lot of components that go into that. And, you know, then, of course, as I've talked about in some of my podcasts there can be things like hormonal imbalances and, and autoimmunes and things like that that affect you. So it can actually be very adverse for you. If you're working out all the time, your body can build resistance to that. And it can actually do the very opposite to what you want. If you think that you're going to lose weight and look better and that's what it's all about for you, you could actually end up going the opposite from that and becoming more and more resistant and you're working out more and more. And, you know, I know many years ago when I had friends that were going to a, a fitness class. And I remember thinking, man, they go to this class every day. And yet they're not, they don't look like they're making any changes. Like they look exactly the same, if not like gaining weight. So like what on earth? And, um, 
you know, and I, I don't know if at the time I was having a little more balanced life or just a little younger, but you know, I, I get it now and I get, you know, through trial and error, I'm talking like 10 years ago, um, you learn these things and you realize, you know what, if we had had more balance and rested more and been able to not stress about those things as much, we would be better off. Again, any good thing, if if it's consuming you, can be bad. Another big one in this day and age is social media. It's not necessarily good, but not necessarily bad if done in moderation and for the right reasons. If you're bored and you find that your whole day is squandered by being on social media, hmm, that might be something that might be something you need to do with a heart check, which I'll talk about here in a minute. Another big one is our thoughts and our thinking or overthinking about things. Uh, this, as we know, leads to anxiety uh, or depression or fear. And part of that is our is lies. Like we're listening to lies from the devil. There are people that I know, and I've, I've been there before, where they basically spend all day overthinking and worrying. Um, maybe it has to do with a friend or a spouse or a relationship or something somebody said to you at church or, um, you know, something to do with your kids and you let it get to you in such a way that it consumes you. And you know what it is? you're listening to some lies and you're not discerning the truth from the lies. Philippians 4, 8 states that whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable, we are to dwell or focus on these things. That is my verse uh, that I gave the person who said they were really struggling with that. Um, It's so important for us to remember those things. Um, Again, that's Philippians 4, 8. You want to fix your eyes on the goodness of your life, your surroundings, your friendships, your marriage. It's so easy to get lost in that, to get consumed. And, and the want, the wishing, the wondering. Again, we have to focus on those things that are true and right and pure. All of those things, so positive things. That's what the Bible says. Something that I find very helpful when you start to sit back and wondering if you're letting something control you is we need to do a heart check. To do a heart check, there is a couple of things. You may want to write these down. The first question I ask myself is, is this worth my focus, my attention, and my energy? Is it worth, is it worth all that? There are times that we just need to let it go. (laughs) The second thing I already kind of mentioned in that verse, is it true? Is it noble? Is it right? Is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it admirable? When you're posting something on social media, like I've said before, if it's none of those things, if it's not doing something to build somebody up or be positive, what are you posting it for? Do a heart check. Why are you doing that? Thirdly, am I willing to pray on it and release it back to God. Ooh, yes, that's a big one. If you're not willing to give it to God like fully, then chances are you're not in a right place in your heart. <laughs> this was a big one when I was trying to when I was at the crossroads trying to decide what it was my calling. 
um, because I'm so passionate about so many things, I had a really hard time just giving something to God, like just saying, okay, I'm going to pray about it, um, but I'm going to give this to you. And if, if you decide to make this happen, that's fine. But I, I don't, I'm not going to pursue this. I'm going to let it go and give it to you. I'm going to pray about it. And until you do something, I'm not going to do anything in regards to it. That's, it's a really, it's, it's letting go of the control and giving it to God, which is something that we should all do in every area, right? Balance is so important. And part of balance is being grateful. So something my husband and I do is we have a gratitude journal and it's nothing fancy. It doesn't take more than a minute each morning. We just jot down what we're grateful for that day. Now we do something in regards to each other each day. So we'll write down, you know, something we're grateful for in, in our, you know, other half. And then also something else about, you know, life or our children or whatever it is. What does this do? It keeps us from getting self-absorbed or stale and from just getting, getting like all the things, you know, like we get in this prayer mindset of, Dear Lord Jesus, I want this and I want that and please help this and please do this and I pray for this and I pray for that. And we're asking, asking, but what about the praise? What about the things that we're grateful for? Because we should have everything in balance, right? I know in my life, I have a lot more to be grateful for than what I need to be asking for if I really take a look at it. And so the gratitude journal kind of helps you pull those things out, draw them out. And it, it's nice to sometimes share that with somebody else too, because you, they might think of things you don't think of and you realize how grateful that other person is about things, especially like with my spouse and I, when we're doing that, uh, talking about each other, you're like, Oh, I had no idea that you were grateful about that in regards to me. <laughs> so, um, it also just helps you, like I said, realize the big blessings, um, what the big blessings in your life are, and takes the focus off of you, reminding you of God's grace in your life. That's a big one for me, ergo, <laughs> grace to conquer, because I know I've been given so much grace, and if it wasn't for God's grace, I couldn't have conquered any of the things that I have. We know that we are more than conquerors through Him, right? Also, another hugely important thing in regards to control is to understand the lies that you've been told. Social media, work, fitness, self, everybody's all about, you know, self this and self that and self-care, you know, but um, we can, it can actually be also a bad thing if taken, uh, you know, to where we're being very self-absorbed. So I'm just going to go over a few lies and the Bible verses that I have in regards to the truth to help you combat that real quick. And I will write these down, these Bible verses down also in my uh, show notes for you. So you can look them up and save them on your own. Okay. So lie, be on social media every day, work harder, make more money, hustle, hustle, hustle. (laughs) Truth. Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Another lie, fulfillment and happiness come from rank, success, money, recognition. Truth, 
John 5:12 Whoever has the son of sorry whoever has the son has life whoever does not have the son of God does not have life Wow that's a big one Here's another lie What you can see and prove is reality Truth 2 Corinthians 5:7 to 21 For we walk by faith not by sight Yes, we are of good courage and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. I could actually come up with a whole bunch of other verses in regards to that too. (laughs) But let's go on to the next one. Another lie. Serve yourself and focus on your own strength. Well, we always, we know that, um, Philippians 4.13 is my favorite. My life verse says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Also, Romans 15.1-33 basically says, We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. For Christ did not please himself. This world is full of lies. Satan would love nothing more than for us to be controlled and consumed by other things and, and good things. But he would love for us to be controlled by them and to not recognize the truth. God's truth, which is rest, peace, honoring your time and your family, selflessness, a spirit of faith, not of fear, calm, excited expectation and trust in God. Breathe, wait, trust, focus on what matters, and watch everything fall into place. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that as we go throughout our days, Lord, as as women of God, Lord, that we would seek you and we would realize the things that are consuming us in our life and the things that are controlling us. Lord, and that we would be grateful for everything that you have given us and for the freedoms that you have given us so that we can have balance in our life, Lord. We thank you so much for the truths that you have given us in your word. And we pray that you would help us as we seek to not be controlled by things of this world and and these lies that so easily can consume us, Lord, that we would not put money first or work first, that we wouldn't even put ministry first because Lord, even though we're putting you first, you said our number one priority is our spouse and then our family and then work, Lord. But I pray that we would realize in putting you first that that means in our own life, not in serving in the church, but in going to you for our devotions, for reading your word and prayer, Lord, and praise and worship as well, Lord, that we would see the need for those things in our life, Lord, and we would have a desire to know you more and a desire to deepen that relationship with you, that we would yearn for you, Lord, and you to fulfill all of those needs, Lord. I pray that we would not be lied to in regards to social media, Lord, that we would see the truth that the things that we see on there are fake and that they are lies intended to 
distract us and pull us away from your truth, Lord, that we would be able to see that through your lens and love the people on there, but that we can speak truth boldly to others, Lord, that when we're going to the gym and we're trying to eat healthy, Lord, that we don't get consumed in in just all of the things that we're told that we need to do and that it wouldn't be something that we put above our families or above anything else, Lord, that we would seek to have that balance in every area of our health, whether it's emotional or physical and including the things that we're putting in our mouth, Lord, that we would just be aware of what we're doing and how we're affecting our children as well. Lord, that we wouldn't be consumed by our children, uh, that we would realize that we do need time uh, with you and alone and that we're not helping our children when we put them first in our lives and in our families, Lord, that they're not learning the skills to be independent and that they're not uh, learning what they need to learn from us, Lord. But I pray that we would set that example and Lord, that we would have pure thoughts and that we would not dwell on our own fears or our worries, Lord, that we would just give everything to you and help us, Lord, as we do this, Lord, you would just bring clarity and bring peace and calmness to our lives and um, in everything that we do throughout our day. Lord, we thank you so much for all the blessings that you have given to us and uh, for bringing along these ladies today to listen to this. I pray that we all have a safe um, and healthy rest of the week and that our families, Lord, that you keep them safe as well and cover them with your protection, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.